Yes, good morning, everybody. I hope you enjoyed your summer break. It's been absolutely fantastic here in Sydney the past week or so. And to those around the country, great to have your company. Big Sports Breakfast is back. Jared Middleton, unfortunately for the fans of Mido, not so. He's having an additional week. Michael Clark is alongside me, having... I'm sure I had a very good break. What have you been? A month? A tick over a month? Benny, good morning. Morning to our listeners. Yeah, I reckon I've had, I reckon I've been good five weeks, maybe closer to six weeks. Um, nice to be back. Enjoyed every minute of the break. We've had a crack of summer. Um, but I was just saying to the boys outside, I, I said, oh, where'd you go? What'd you get up to? What'd you do? I, I did nothing. Mm. <laughs> I didn't do a thing. I spent time at home, had family. Uh, all my family come around over Chrissy and New Year, so I had a full house of kids, dogs, and mum and dad and my sister. Um, and, mate, I just, yeah, I enjoyed Sydney weather and kept it pretty chilled. Kept out of trouble, which was a miracle for me over that Chrissy break. A refreshing change. <laughs> <laughs> but for a, a guy who would have spent most of his professional career travelling. Yeah, true. It's true. refreshing just to sit at home. Were you head chef? I did a bit of cooking, not when the old man right. steps in the house. You, you turn the barbie on and you go pay for the meat, but no, you don't cook it. That's that's dad's job. Or the ham, you don't cut the ham. You get the ham and give the, give the knife to the old man. But You can no, still did a lot of cooking. the ham yourself. Well, yeah, but you just, you just got to be careful. It's like when you walk into somebody else's house, you live by their rules. When dad comes, it's, it's still... Yeah, there's one man of the house. It's there's not, always it's a not, pecking it's order. It's not me, yeah. So, but no, nah, lots of food. We did do some eating. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, how good's the just leftover ham, ham, tomato on toast for about four weeks after Christy Day? Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> just shove it into the pillowcase, the wet pillowcase, oh, yeah. and hope that it survives what, the month. Can somebody explain to me the white vinegar? Why do they put? Why does everyone say put white vinegar over the pillowcase or the tea towel that you wrap it in? I have no idea. Loza, any idea what the white vinegar is? Uh, morning, boys. No, morning. I've got no idea. Okay. No, I, I take no interest at all, actually. <laughs> Were you I, I love chef? eating ham. Yeah, I love ham. Were you head chef? Over no, the no, no, break? no, no, no. I just sit back and relax. I have things done for me. I don't, I don't overexert there's that, myself. Pe- there's that's, that pecking order right there, yeah, Benny. That's, that's what's called holidays. <laughs> good morning to everyone, by the way. Good morning. I hope everyone had a great start to 2024. Um, but no, the ham... Mm. I love it. It lasts for a long oh, time. Yeah. You have it in the morning. You have it for lunch. You have it for dinner. You get a lot of uh, food out mm. of it. Well, we hosted Christmas for the first time in Sydney. And I tell you what, time management is the biggest drama when it comes to cooking the Christmas feed. So all of the mums out there, or the dads for that matter, that have been head chefing across yeah, Christmas for the past... Well, how long have I been alive? 41 years, mm. hats off, yeah. because it is tough. The delegation process, I didn't yeah. realise it starts six weeks out. Oh, you've got to have a plan, and you've got to stick to that plan, otherwise there can be chaos. That's so just, what I yeah. try and do, I try and make myself look busy. Mm. I'm not actually busy, <laughs> but I look busy. Uh, See, I and I'm like, not a tinkerer. My key is... But I'll get a hammer out, and I'll start doing a... Yeah, look like you're Just fixing like, something. Hit the fence, a nail on the fence or something. If I invite mum, if I invite mum, there's your structure right there. Yeah. Like mum's always been the structure in our family. So as long as she's there, yeah. and she still doesn't mind bossing everyone. So like she'll tell the old man what he has to do. She'll tell me when to turn the barbie on yeah. or get the cutlery out or go and get this or this is the alcohol we yeah. drink. Like she's 
There's no, you don't even, you know, I don't have no. to think about structure. Mm. I just got to do as I'm told, yeah, which actually sounds like well, it's, my it, childhood. Well, it's good. <laughs> and I wasn't good at that it's either. It's just, I'm good at labouring. Yeah. If I'll someone tells me what to do, <laughs> then you do it. I, I can do it. <laughs> so I need to go and pick up something, I'll yeah. go and pick it up. Yeah. If I need to move something, I'll move it. Yeah. It sounds as though you're more of a sous chef than a head chef. Two I see, good two I see. Yeah, I'm a good vice captain. I I don't want to have the responsibility of organising because plans can go to shit pretty quickly. See, I'm I'm, I'm different. People can get upset. People can blow up. I like organising because I hate ever being underfed. Like to me, Mm. if you're hosting, it's compulsory to have leftovers. I'd rather too much food than not enough. Well, there's an old saying, better off to look at it than look for it. There you go. So I don't mind going. I like to, because I love hosting as well, because I don't like traveling. So I like to bring everyone in. So I'm happy to go and get everything so I know we're not going to run out. But then when it comes to the cooking, it's like I'm not treading on dad's toes. No. He's, 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 he's meant to cook the barbecue. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what is good. The barbecue the next day after oh, Christmas. Like just leftovers Boxing in day. general. The barbecue for breakfast, bacon See, we're eggs. a seafood Boxing oh. Day family. So yeah. that's when we really launch into the seafood. A really? few people do that in the evening as sort of a, a lighter finish to the big oh, you go Christmas lunch. No, breakfast. we have a box. Yeah, so we have a Boxing Day seafood lunch. That's where we launch oh, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. prawns. And, so you oh, don't eat brekkie the next actually, morning? Actually, like I've, got a, I've got a villain. I, I go a massive big sort of brekkie, Christmas Day brekkie. Yeah. Because mm, I only get, I I got to obviously share my daughter, so I had her in the morning this year. Yep. So then I have to get her to her mum for afternoon. So we just went nine nine thirty a.m. We did we did presents at about five thirty. Yeah. But nine thirty, we just went huge spread. Oh, well, it was a combination breakfast lunch. Right. Let's get to the crux of it now. Were you happy? You as well, Ben. Were you happy with your presents this year? Honesty mm. test. I'm still I'm, owed honesty one. Honesty test. I'm still owed one. Yeah, I'm still owed it. Right. It's my I fault. I'm, I'm owed a tennis racket. That's a good gift, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good gift. I yeah, I'm I'm always happy with my pro. I don't. I think. I think to me, I'm at a stage. If it's, if some no, I didn't get any undies, no. which is a miracle. Mum bought me no undies. That's a miracle. Right. I think if you get something these days, you're grateful. Like I don't think yeah, you look as closely at what you get. Mm. Well, maybe I'm single though as well. If you got, you know, your missus, then you're expecting a treat. Mm. But family, I'm just happy. Mum and dad, get a bottle of wine or something like that. I'm over the moon. I like always saying, look, I don't need a present. I don't want yeah, a present. Yeah, you do need a present need and a you present. do want a present. It that means you want special. a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I would happily give and receive nothing. <laughs> that said, that said. You, hang on, say that again. <laughs> so, hang on, say that again. Yeah. You would happily give nothing. and receive nothing. Absolutely. On Christmas Day. But the presents don't mean much to me. In terms oh, of Maddie, I would much prefer... Oh, I, I, need a, Mate, I need a gift. You've got to give a gift. You, can, you, you gotta, cannot... I do give a do gift. You, that is I give the, you've got to receive one, too. If you're giving, you want a little, you want Mate, a little something back. You're Come lying on. straight up. I'm but not, giving, Mate, that's the greatest Everyone feeling. wants a Christmas yeah. present. Even if you say no, I no, don't No, definitely. You can't wake up from Santa and not have a present. But it's 90% crap. doesn't matter. That's my point. Point, mate, it's wrapped up. <laughs> Santa's dropped it off. The effort that mate. goes into it. 
Hey, that's today it. we're talking heroes and villains. Maybe I'm the villain. Well, that's not uh, a good start. I, I'm a Christmas Grinch I at bare minimum. I don't like giving or receiving. <laughs> no, I know. Mate, can you come and have Christmas with me one year? For what it's worth, I was only talking Christmas presents. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Birth, I just want to reiterate that point. Heroes and villains. We've had a fair bit of time to think about it over the course of the... The past, what, five, six weeks since we've heard from you guys, there have been a few along the way. Unfortunately, last night, for those who followed the tennis, uh, we have a, well, a new one. Alex Demonor looked as though he might progress, two sets to one up, but Andre Rublev, he's probably most of Australia's villain this mm. morning. Uh, did a brilliant job to ultimately secure the win in five uh, Novak a few years ago, he was a villain to many, but seems to have won a few back over the journey and looking for a, another Australian Open title. That bid. Can someone still tell alive. me what the Novak night was about? Did you see that on? I think it was on Channel Nine. They, oh. Novak host. I think it was for charity, but it was like I feel like we just bagged Novak as much as anyone on the planet, mm. and then he must have done a deal with the Australian Open, to have, I think it was a charity event, but the whole night was a, it was a Novak night. He played, um, he was playing singles, he was playing doubles, they had, uh, mate, they had running rate, they had a number of different celebrities. Smitty was there, Steve Smith was there, having a hit against Novak. I I don't know exactly what it was for, but I was like... Had a decent (laughs) forehand too, Steve. Smitty can play tennis. He's not the worst, but I was just surprised that we've gone from... We're in love with Novak. Well, we wouldn't let him into the country. Yeah. And now we're putting on a charity event to well, help. I I, it must have been his cause I, or whatever it was, I, which is unreal. I, didn't, I didn't see that, but what I did see, Novak blowing up at a fan in the crowd. Oh, really? Yeah. You heard why, though? No, I didn't. I, so just before, well, he had two blow-ups. I can't speak for the, the first one. The one where he said, come down and say it to my face. Oh, no, I did see that. I heard that in his press conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what was it? What just was before the... match point, the fella said, go and get vaccinated. He screamed out, go and get vaccinated. Just before match point. That's all right, isn't it? He's there, he's doing his... That's all right. He's there doing his 45 bounces. I thought it must have been something heavier. Yeah, that's all right. And what did Novak want to fight him? I don't know what... (laughs) Come down here and say to my face, no, it wasn't about the vac, surely. I don't know how it escalated. No, you can audibly hear it. Prior to match point, you can hear the guy yell it. But what did he want it said to his face then? That hasn't been said to him before. I dare say it would have. I don't know who's less popular, actually. Novak or Sverev at the moment, but I think the Mate, less Novak's love about. now. He's, he's, right. he's people's champ, Novak. Have you got a villain that jumps jumps to mind over the past few weeks? I'm, I'm, I got one. I'm harsh at the moment. I'm mine, harsh. Mine, the, mine's a you, team. Ooh. It's not hard to work out. Oh, not the Wallabies. <laughs> no, 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 no. Give him a break, I'm, all, I'm bored. The Who are you going for? Mate, the West Indies. Well, I'll, yeah. I was going to say cricket as well. I, 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 Aussies have been 10 out of 10, but geez. The, mate, any chance of playing catch? Pakistan, right. West Indies, any chance of playing catch? It wasn't a good start in the West Indies when the first catch was put down by the keeper either. But mate. I thought they've, they are so clearly... Not as good Inferior. as Australia. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like West Indies are like the under-19s. Even when you look at them when they sing the anthem, they look... Yes. And they are a young team, which is awesome. If yeah. West Indies can keep this squad together five years from now, because they're very talented, mm. but in regards to watching the Australian team play a summer of cricket, I, I, th- both oppositions haven't been great to, to watch. And Pakistan had their chances, but they just couldn't catch. Well, as you know, being an avid cricket fan, but more importantly, a South Australian cricket fan. It was bitterly disappointing to see yet another test match down there 
not get to the end Five of a third days. day. Yeah. It was so frustrating. Absolutely. And it's the second year in a row they've copped the West Indies, which, you know, with all due respect to the West Indies, mm. it's never going to quite see out the five days. But the chatter down there is, hey, we're happy to jump on this grenade. We'll cop the West Indies back-to-back years. We'll, ha- we'll cop a Wednesday start. We'll cop a post-Christmas start. But you're going to give us a night test for the <coughs> India series next summer, pre-Christmas, and you're going to give us a night test for the Ashes pre-Christmas. I've got to say, I, I missed Adelaide being a day-nighter. Hmm. I, I think it's it's the perfect day-night test match. The the facilities there, the conditions are perfect for it. I'm really nervous about this last test at the Gabba. A day-nighter there. If Australia bowl first, so there's a little bit in the wicket, and they win the toss and bowl, mate, it could be a two-dayer. I'm that nervous. If, if, at the Gabba where there's pace and bounce and under lights, you get a little bit of dew as well. So the pitch quickens up a bit. Mate, you can – yeah. it could be over quickly. So I hope – I hope we... that's not the case. But, yeah, that's – but that's – I'm not – the Aussies have been unbelievable. Mm. Individually and, the, and all of them as a team. They've been unbelievable. Don't get me wrong. Take nothing away from them. And it's not their fault. They're playing Pakistan. They're playing Western. He's just got to beat them. And they've done that and doing that. But – I've got to say, I, I agree with you, Laws. I think, I, I think we, we Test cricket needs the Test matches, especially in this country, for Australian fans that have so many choices yeah. to be ultra competitive. I, I reckon we're lucky. We've got India and England coming up in mm. the next two years because they're series that everyone looks forward to, and with the rise of T Twenty around the world, and these nations that haven't got the same capacity or the. Yeah. The, the way to fill the players' pockets like we do here in Australia and India. And I heard you say it. India, if they don't want to play Mate, test cricket... As soon cricket, as they say no more, test cricket's in deep trouble. India, why India still want to play, we'll still have test cricket. Yeah. But I said a couple of weeks ago on this other program I'm doing, um, it, they need to find a way to make, I reckon... Test cricket's wage, like individual wage, how much you're paid per game, exactly the same. So the ICC need to step in now and say, okay, an Australian player gets, and I'm, I'm guessing a number, but let's say the Australian player gets $20,000 for a test match. Well, then the South African player needs yeah. to get 20000 The West Indies player needs... I think that is the only way the individual is going to be able to stay in that format. This young, uh, this young West Indies team, for example, the highest paid West Indies player is probably on a 200000 US contract, $200,000. That same player will go and get offered a million dollars or $1.5 million at the IPL. So you can't blame the player for saying, okay, I'm not going to go and play for West Indies in April when they've got a test series in Australia. I'm going to go and play IPL. So they choose the 2020 route, but the money is so significantly different. You can't blame the player. Australia different because that player's contract's $2 million, $2.5 million. But... It's really only Australia, India, and England that are being paid enough money, I think, to keep them selecting playing for their country first. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because it's the countries that bring the most money in to the ICC that then get distributed the most money out until a country like India or Australia says, all right, we'll we'll sacrifice a piece of our pie, which it'll have to be Australia. Well, the only thing I was going to say on that, that's not completely true because I reckon 90% of the income into our sport is from India. 
So they should be paid a hundred grand a test match if that's what they're going to do. You know well, what I mean? Well, they are paid the vast majority of the ICC money, but I agree it's probably not reflective Still, of their overall yeah, percentage. Yeah. I, I think they're forty. And, and no, but recently that that's only yeah. changed in the well. I want to say recently, the last probably four years that's changed. But they were bringing the same income in, and we're getting. I think at one stage it was like 12%. Of, but the gap's getting wider, isn't it? It is and getting wider. The... Oh, We've just got to find a way. And unfortunately, it seems in our in the world we live in that money is a significant player. So I think the ICC and probably those three boards need to come together and say, okay, if test cricket is as important as we're all saying it is, then we have to find a way where those three countries are probably going to have to take a hit and help these other countries out. Because it's what South Africa have done to send their really, their second-string team to New Zealand to play the test matches because they got their home 2020. I think that is a real good look at where we are going. Oh, they had seven debutants in their test as well. Just uh, obscene. That test only lasted two days. Yeah. Craig, text in. We do need to get to a break, but welcome back, Loz and Clarky, and good luck to you, Ben, captaining the BSB team this week. For those who missed it, Jared will be back next week. Hero, the Australian Open, the overall standard of tennis so far has been unbelievable, and that was certainly the case again yesterday, albeit Djokovic made the 20th seed look like the 200 in the world. Uh, The villain's summer of cricket, so those sentiments certainly echoed, has been underwhelming to be kind, according to Craig. The test series between Pakistan and, of course, Australia and the West Indies as well, they were both a big yawn. Yep. Kind of hard to argue, but we still have a test to play, and fingers crossed we get a cracker up there in Brisbane. Plenty of headlines across the sporting world on the tennis front with the Australian Open in... Well, we're in the middle of it at the moment, aren't we? Alex Demonor was the headline act last night, and for those who missed the result, his first Australian Open quarterfinal, well, that bid has been ripped apart by Andre Rublev. It was a thriller. Went to five sets, four six. And then 7-6, the way of Alex Demonor, 7-6 in the second. Suddenly you thought, he's going to pull this one from the fire. But the final two sets went the way of Rublev, 3-6 and then 6-zip in the last. So, unfortunately, from a singles dream side of things, Australia's dream has ended. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? Because he's quite a liked tennis player, and in particular here in Australia, he's our best player. Uh, And I think the thing that we all love about Alex is his fight and his determination to try and hang in there and compete on every point. But he just come up against a better player. Uh, it was always going to be hard, this tennis tournament, for him to go deep into it, I suppose. But Novak is just doing what he does. He's winning. Uh, but it's been a, been a good tournament, I suppose, for Alex, although he'd be disappointed. Did you? Getting knocked out in the fourth round. I think that's the third year in a row. Is it, that right? It is. And. Yeah. Uh, what, I wanted, as soon as I saw that result, I wanted to put it to you guys. You could argue that it's a great result. He beat Djokovic in the lead-up. He's been absolutely flying. He was into the top 10 in the world. You can't ask for more. But he's probably going to look back on it as somewhat of a missed opportunity. Is there, over the course of your careers, and, and you're probably going to say there were many, but that's a lie, is there a standout loss or moment where you went, where it still irks you, that you can't get it back? A oh, loss most definitely. Most definitely there is. Yeah. Well, which one jumps out uh, to you? The one for us would have been 95, losing to the Bulldogs in a semi-final. We, we, we won our first final against the Broncos. and We had to go to Brisbane to play, and we earned the week off. And then we played the Bulldogs at the football stadium. It was a wet day. And for whatever reason, we just didn't play our best football on the day. And we had a great opportunity to go back-to-back and win a comp from 94 and go 95. So that's a game that sticks out in my memory. But just on Alex, though, it's a bit like a footy team that 
you, you, you get to the, a certain stage every year. Like you, you make top eight, you make top eight, you make top eight, and then you bounce out in the finals. That's where he's at at the moment. So mm. he's got to find a way mm. now to go to that next level and get to the quarter, get to the semi, and then hopefully go on and win. He's not going to have better preparation than what he had. He, no. he's, he's coming to this unbelievable form, full of confidence. But I, again, no disrespect. To, I, I feel like this is exactly where he's at. Oh, you, you can't put him in the same class as a as a Djokovic. You, like, oh, no. you, like if he if he makes the final, if he makes the final, we are doing backflips. So I, I think because of his lead in and his success and beating Djokovic, and again, no disrespect, that's a that's a troll game for Djokovic. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know it's still an important tournament, but him losing, man, he's Harvey Norman. Like, he, I just don't think it's... The, he's here for one reason. He's come to Australia for one reason, and he'll leave Australia <laughs> being successful again. He's just... It, it, like, I just... I think Alex is where he's at, and, yeah, we, we want him to be the best in the world, but I think he's making the most of everything he's got. I mean, he reminds me so much of Leighton, but playing in a different era. Mm. You know, it's just these... I just feel like the power, the speed, it's just everything's increased so much from when Leighton played... Um, you know, just just strength in general is so different. So, I don't know. I think he's done awesome, Alex, and I think he's he's met expectations. If anything, he's mm. he's gone better than a lot of people would have expected. So, I don't know. But again, any athlete doesn't matter where you sit. You you love winning. So when you lose, you you're disappointed. I guess the loss for me that I don't think I'll we uh, losing the Ashes in fifteen two thousand fifteen. I thought we had a I thought we had a better team than England. I think we should have won that series. So that was a big part of why I retired as well, because I think we underachieved. So yeah, I don't know if I'll ever get over that. But um, yeah, it's not a. It's never a nice feeling when you you, you let you, one slip. Well, you just yeah. I, it's it's you try and say it as respectfully as you can, but you know you should have won. Like you know you were better than them, but then. You, you obviously weren't because you lost. And that's a great example in, in team sport as well, that it's the better team wins. doesn't matter if you've got better individuals. If you don't connect and play your best cricket as a team, a lot of the time you do lose, certainly in test cricket. It wasn't the only headline from a tennis front. When you have a look across the back pages of the Daily Telegraph and the Courier Mail as well, it's hard to believe that a Hewitt is back there. Uh, but, of yeah. course, Leighton Hewitt's son, Cruz, and I can't wait to have a chat to Roger Rashid, who... Uh, knows Leighton so well to get his thoughts on his son playing, albeit in a loss, but he was giving away a fair bit of age and size to the opponent. And I think his opponent's actually ranked. I think he's about... Oh, really? Yeah, 1,050, somewhere around that mark, maybe 1,100 in the world. So it was a a decent effort just to put up a fight. Uh, UFC features in the headlines, of course, NBL's Queensland derby. Uh, There was a a little bit of a scuffle there, a little bit of chatter as well about the Gabba test and Cricket Australia avoiding the term Australia Day on that front as politics enters sport yet again. Uh, But it really is the Australian Open that is the main discussion point. For those who missed some of the other overnight results, Liverpool managed to win 4-0 against Bournemouth in their Premier League clash overnight. Last play, Sheffield United. They equalised with a penalty in the 13th minute. That was an action-packed period of stoppage time, so they salvaged a two-all draw with West Ham in the Premier League as well. Baltimore's going to host the AFC title game for the first time since 71 after they surged past the Texans 34-10. 
And with hopes of the franchise's sixth Lombardi trophy hanging in the balance, the Niners forged their fourth quarter comeback of the season and escaped with a thrilling win, 24-21 on that front. Hey, I've got a decent villain, I reckon, and one that might irk a few of our listeners. I know we are primarily an NRL uh, haven, uh, but from an AFL front, Collingwood is in my sights. What's happened? I want to find out. What's your your beef? Well, I think it's best if we wait. (laughs) Because I reckon once I tell you, even those that are magpies at heart... Flagpies this year. Wow. Even the flagpies at heart will agree they that this one... They go bag in my magpie. Side <laughs> by side, we stick together. Mate, it's got a little bit of a smell to it, I reckon.